Welcome to Law's Healing Garden. Law's Healing Garden focuses on overall health while promoting natural products and practices. Our talks will include health tips for not only the physical body, inside and out, but also for the mind, our emotional state, our souls, and pockets when it comes to finances and wealth. Health and wealth is so vital to our everyday life and living. So, let's grow together. Greetings and welcome back to Law's Healing Garden Podcast. We are at it again, and I'm so glad that you could come back and tune in. We've been having a great time, and I want to thank everybody for um, supporting my first season as a podcaster, tuning in to all the good stuff, and our great guests that we have had an opportunity to listen to. Um, Again, Law's Healing Garden Podcast is a health and wellness podcast, but that doesn't limit our conversation. That doesn't limit the topics that we could talk about. So if you have um, a guest or you would like to be a guest on the show, you can definitely do that. All you have to do is reach out to me at mail at lawshealinggarden.com. Mail at lawshealinggarden.com. L-A-S healinggarden.com. Again, I also want to remind you of some products and services that you can pick up from my site as well. That is lawshealinggarden.com. Not only can you go and purchase some products there, you can also listen to my podcast. So not only listening to this podcast, but previous podcasts as well. So again, thank you. I appreciate you all. We have Javonda Patrice, who will be joining us. She's going to be talking about some services that she will be providing to us. Also get to know her as well. So hello, Javonda Patrice. Hello, dear. Yeah, I'm glad to be here, actually. It's a great feel. Just the vibe is is so on point right now. So it's like, it's a great, great, great opportunity for me, for you, and for those who are listening. And I certainly hope that, you know, even in this, that it... um, help someone and uh it draws people to us both i think it will yes yes and thanks for stating that you know um sometimes we forget that we have the power to be the anti Mm -hmm. right um there's so much um, negativity going on we talk about oh i'm sick or this is happening out there but there's ways that we can turn that around and talk about the positive. Right. right? The things that we go through leads us to things that are more positive. I would hope, right? I think that's something that we should work on. And maybe the listeners out there will start thinking about those things. Absolutely. What I would like for you to do, um, if you will, because the listeners, they don't know who you are. (laughs) Go ahead and tell us a little bit about you. Where you're from, just a, a brief background of Javonda Patrice. Okay, so uh, I am Javonda Patrice. So Javonda Patrice Jones. I uh, just keep the Jones off and use the Jones for legal purposes. 
<laughs> but I use Javonda Patrice because that's what I am known by, um, you know, by others as well. Or just Javonda or Jay, whichever you choose to call me. Um, I am originally from Boston, Massachusetts. I relocated to Georgia in 2000, correction, in 1996, and to Augusta in 2014. So, no, that's wrong. I moved to Augusta in 2006, and um, I was actually commuting back to Georgia, Georgia, where I was in law enforcement at the time, and um, also in healthcare, and I was a senior drill for a boot camp there as well. So, um, I've been here 25 years, going into 26 years this upcoming June, and uh, Georgia has had... Um, it's ups and downs while I've been here. Of course, that's everywhere you you would go. It doesn't matter. One thing about life is it has to be lived and it's going to happen. So um, I'm the mother of four amazing sons, um, 28, soon to be 20, um, soon to another 18, and soon to be 15-year-old. So I'm oh, also wow. a grandmother. Yeah, I'm also a grandmother. Uh, my grandson um, will be seven and my granddaughter just turned one so um yeah already wow yeah she's one already so when I see her I'm like gosh like time flies it seems like her mom just had her so um I am the founder and uh CEO of Lady Orchid um and I'm also an educator (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I know it sounds like it's a lot going on because it is. And I am working toward um, my law degree. That's what I'm working on now. I'm scheduled to take the LSAT so I can get into law school. And uh, it's just so much more that comes with me. So um, I am working in the executive office now for the Richmond County School System. And I uh, just want to uh, be able to be of help. And when I'm not in education or anything like that I'm out like encouraging women mentoring women and girls of which um has a lot to do with Lady Orchid so I don't know if that's uh <laughs> wow uh a lot in in a short period of time but that's it is in a nutshell <laughs> it is and I have so many questions and so I'm trying to stay focused here because you gave us a lot of information like you said in a short period of time so getting to know you, you said that you are originally from Boston, and I don't know if that's something I knew, but I can certainly hear it now and understand. Uh, <laughs> oh, the accent. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we talked earlier about how I don't have a certain accent, but I was listening to your voice and I'm like, well, where are you from, Javonda? Let me find out. <laughs> so I found out. <laughs> Yeah, I'm from the Bean. Awesome. So what got you down to Georgia? So my mom moved um, here. We came here in 96. So in 94, she moved here because my great-grandmother had taken ill, and they didn't expect her to survive. But she ended up living a little over 10 years after my mom got here. And so um, my sister and I, my older sister, one of my older sisters and I, we remained in Boston. And um, at the time, my son was um, three before I moved here, and he had just turned three. And so we just decided just to come here. At that time, I was in an abusive relationship, and so it kind of pushed me to, you know, kind of move away from the whole Boston scene because it was um, it was very difficult for me. It was very traumatic, 
and um, it was um, it was scary for me. I was late teens, you know, to be 20. And so after that, after those couple of years, I just decided, you know what, let me just get up and let me just go and just, you know, start a new life. You're talking about health and wellness, but you're, how did you get here? Because you stated that you're currently working um, for the education system. You are an educate, educator. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, you were in law enforcement and you said medical as well. Mm-hmm. And healthcare, well, yep. Okay, what were some things that you've done in the healthcare field? So, um, my undergraduate and graduate degrees are in healthcare administration and management and business administration. And so, um, I also have an associate's in criminal justice. And um, my focus on healthcare um, took place. I actually wanted to be an RN, and um, that wasn't the best experience for me, not because I didn't get in the program, because I did, but it was just the fact that I realized that that wasn't for me. That wasn't the take that I wanted. I wanted the administrative portion of it, um, you know, to help um, people who didn't quite understand how that whole healthcare process works, you know, um, like our people, you know, understanding Mm -hmm. like the whole insurance thing, how um, African-American women are more likely to pass during childbirth um, because they feel like, you know, we are a little bit more adaptable to pain, should I say? Yes. Um, and it's unfortunate, but it's true. And a lot of our, our, they die during childbirth because of the negligence and ignorance of our healthcare professionals. It's unfortunate, but this is the reality in the world that we live in. So with that, you know, that was a big thing for me. So I always figured that if I can tackle um, an area and get into it where I can be of assistance in that place, so I can kind of see it face to face and hear what's actually going on. And believe it or not, you learn it while you're in college. You know, mm-hmm. they tell you, you know, like even being on a donor list, like what are your possibilities? You know, race matters, <laughs> believe it or not. That's right. Um, you know, all of those things are asked, you know, that we even in college when you're going to it, going to school for it. So it's that thing where you just like, you know what, let me see what's really into this. So. Um, the weird thing is, is that um, instead of me going into that portion, do some administrative work in healthcare field, but I went more into the treatment facility for youth. And, um, you know, in addition to my own life story, um, that's what kind of triggered me with the mentoring with the young girls and everything like that. All of that plays a part in it. So I don't do just, just to do it. There is a purpose behind it. I do. Of course, and I love it. You know, find where we are, we best fit. Right. Right? Because you said, yeah, even though you were in a medical field, how can I best be an advocate for the patient? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, because right. we know that everybody has their role. The doctor practices medicine. Right? right. That's what he's going to talk about. He's not going to talk about health insurance with you. <laughs> no, absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah. he so just wants to get paid. <laughs> Some of them have lost their passion for it. And so just like any other job, it's a job for some people. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It shouldn't be that way because you you have people's lives in your You know what I'm saying? And patients really rely and trust in their doctors, you know, to tell them what's right and to, to include our people, which is 
it's sad because we do not get um, the same treatment. I mean, it's true. We don't get the same treatment. We don't get the same, um, you know, prognosis like that. And, And there has been times in history where we have been diagnosed with various types of cancers and we didn't have it. You know what I'm saying? So they encourage you to do the treatments or whatever instead of taking a, a holistic approach. But they'll encourage you because the um, pharmaceutical industry is a multi-billion dollar industry. And so they would rather treat than cure. And with that, you know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, there are some people who were misdiagnosed. And so they didn't die because of cancer. They died because of the treatment. Wow. So the patient advocacy advocacy piece comes up um, in almost every podcast, no matter what we're talking about, we go there about being an advocate for yourself or for and for your loved ones. And then also um, educate yourself. Yeah. You know, often people say that, well, you didn't go to school for this. You didn't study this. And I'm thinking, well, I'm a whole person. I can definitely read those same, the same material that, that the doctor has read, read. I can read the journals. I can go out there and explore. And then also, I believe that if we know ourselves, mm-hmm. we can heal our own selves. Because yeah. I know how I feel. And I may not be able to relay that or translate that to the professional. Right. I may know what works for me. I know wh- how I need to rest or what upsets my stomach when I eat. So just like that, I think we should take initiative in our own care. And if we're not able to do that, maybe reach out to a loved one to to be that advocate. But that definitely seems to be a theme um, in these conversations I've been having over the last couple of months. Patient advocacy. Yeah. Yeah, it's important. And not just for us. And then as, as parents, you know, we're our children's advocates as well. So when we know like, when something is off with our children, we know that there's something else wrong. Um, it kind of leads me back to, and I, I don't want to get us too far off of our topic. No, let's um, talk. My <laughs> son, um, my my 14-year-old, he ended up with, he had pneumonia. And I remember he was two weeks old. Didn't know how he developed pneumonia. Still to this day, I do not know. Um, of course, he was born in a... Um, late fall early winter and um he um ended up with with pneumonia and he had this awkward cough so I was like this is not normal for two weeks and and you know my kids never suffered with any illnesses never really had to take them to go to the doctor for anything other than their checkups and stuff like that and so with him when that happened it, it kind of worried me so I took him into the ER and um the um PA there she was going to send him home and I said absolutely not absolutely not and when she didn't do any chest x-rays or anything and I just said no he needs to have a chest x-ray I'm not concerned about insurance because we have that I said he needs to have a chest chest x-ray which was awkward because he was two weeks old right and um when they did do the chest x-ray like I said um she said he had pneumonia in one lung and I still was not satisfied within myself they was going to treat it as an outpatient I said, no, you're not going to treat for two my two weeks. weeks. Yeah, I said, my two-week-old baby is not going to be treated as an with pneumonia. I said, an adult can barely survive it. And she um, really fought against me with that. I said, call his pediatrician. And so, needless to say, his pediatrician said he's going to ride with mama 
and they did and, and within an hour both of his lungs just covered with pneumonia and when his pediatrician came in that morning he came in to check in and he said I always listen to my mamas because mamas know best they know better than I do I'm just a professional and it touched me because mm-hmm. And it could have been because he's Hispanic, <laughs> so he's a he's a brown people, <laughs> a brown, a brown people. <laughs> <laughs> he's a brown people, so he understands, you know, what we go through as well. And so mm-hmm. he just was like, "I always listen to my moms because you guys know." And he's like, "You made a wise decision by fighting and saying no. He's not going home." So it's just knowing and being able to communicate those things, like learning the lingo. There is a uh, there is a lingo, There's it's called medical terminology. And right. if you don't know, ask, say, what do you mean by that? And tell them mm-hmm. to explain it in layman terms because sometimes, you know, they will talk over your head. And in healthcare, we're not supposed to. We're supposed to speak, you know, especially even when you have like grandmothers and your moms and stuff like that, and they're older and they're looking at you like, what is he talking about? What is she talking about? Somebody has to be able to um, explain that, you know? Right. And, um, and be able to, so that you can get a better understanding of what's actually going on. So yeah, absolutely. I think it's a big thing for our culture, especially women alone, but just our culture period. So then we're not mishandled. Cause people hate yes. when you're smart. <laughs> they hate it when we, when we know our yeah, stuff. Yeah, they'd be like, how do you know that? Why are you asking me these because questions? Because I read and I do. <laughs> all for medical science i am but we still need to understand and know who we are i mean you can't get you can't treat anything if you're not diagnosed you know what i'm saying you don't know if you want to be healed from something you got to get a diagnosis first (laughs) because otherwise you won't know what you're you're trying to heal that is correct so trusting yourself trusting your gut being informed being an advocate for yourself for your loved ones like I said, it's just something that keeps coming up in these conversations. And um, even though we may not know everything, we can help ourselves Absolutely. in getting better and healing. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. Well, what I would like to do is I want to talk about Lady Orchid LLC, mm-hmm. but I want to first understand how did we get here where you have an LLC (laughs) what happened what's the story what's the journey so um Lady Orchid originally before before I formed my LLC was I founded in 2007 and um it was inspired by my own life experiences I was a teen mother had my first child at 14 got pregnant at 14 had him at 14 I was graduating from the eighth grade. I'll never forget it. And both me and now my ex-husband, we both were 14 at the time. Two innocent idiots having kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As that. And um, I'm also a survivor of, of sexual and domestic abuse um, and uh, sexual assault and abandonment. And so with that, all of those things became, a, it's a part of me. None of which I'm ashamed of. Okay. And um like I said, I was born in Massachusetts, so I was exposed to a lot. Um, exposed to a lot, not in my growing up, not because I wasn't raised in that type of household, but just, you know, community where I lived and everything like that. And I think um, I had more exposure when my mom moved to Georgia and we remained in Boston. And so with that, I ended up um, getting uh, involved with a guy 
whom that was my first um, domestic situation of which I experienced that was very volatile and it was um, it was an experience that I'll never forget I don't cry anymore from because I've dealt with it you know what I'm saying I know how to, to communicate and be able to go get through whatever I'm talking about about it um, and I knew then that, you know, I had to get out of it because my life was at stake. You know, I had on those shorts and didn't give him the proper acknowledgement when he came in the house. That's when he initially grabbed me up by my throat. And, and it, that's when it started. And I had to get my son away. And I realized I run for it. And so in 2007, considering that major piece right there, because it's so much more and I don't have time to really get in. And of course, you guys will be able to read that in my book because I'm writing a book as well. Um, yeah, um, I had to get away. And when I got here, um, in 2007, of which here, I was here in Augusta at that time, I had always dreamt of a place for women, you know, who need a way out, you know, um, women who are busy or, you know, we'd be surprised at how many women, it doesn't matter their, um, socioeconomic status who are in abusive relationships, you know, yes. whether it be it physical emotional you know it it, it it happens and it's happening um and we know during the COVID season during our since the pandemic um that that number has heightened and so you know um 2007 I just was like really praying about what can I do and I always had the vision but I couldn't put a name with it and so I sat down and started doing some mind mapping that they call in school now, which we called it brainstorming when we were younger. Okay. <laughs> they say mind mapping, but brainstorming. And I started ruling out different things and I was trying to figure out a name for it. And then I put lady, which is the focus in the orchid, which is the most, uh, one of the most costly flowers, most delicate and expensive flowers that there is with so many wow. different species. And so I put it together. Um, in 2017, I formed my LLC uh, because I was kind of undecided whether or not I wanted to be a nonprofit. And then I decided, you know what? Nope, I'm not doing a nonprofit. That's governmental. I don't want to be bothered by the government. Right. So um, that's what I did. And this is where we are. And so there's so much more <laughs> to that. Wow. Okay. So I love it how we got here. With that being stated, what are some of the services, products, etc., that Lady Orchid LLC will be providing to the community? So, you know, here, here's the thing. Um, you know, the focus is the fact of our, you know, women, we're often like plagued with stress, you know, guilt and worry and all of those different things. And so most of us haven't properly processed trauma or evaluated our mental health. You know, this is the real thing. And so that was the primary focus would help with the services that we need. And so um, I felt it, that we need a chance to um, be free, like of our daily responsibilities. Um, we need to be pampered and encouraged. Um, but, you know, a lot of women just struggle to make that connection. You know what I'm saying? And find the time. And oh, so wow. that's why Lady Orchid is who Lady Orchid is. And so our services include, they're not limited to, um, uh, massage therapy. We have massage therapy. So we have um, like the full experience and then we have a number of different massages. Like we have one, it's called Meet the Masseuse or Masseur. 
and um, we have the Swedish, which is ideal um, for anyone who's new to massage because it can be painful for someone who's never had it, um, has a lot of tension or is sensitive to touch, you know, and those that particular massage can last for up to 60 to 90 minutes. We have aromatherapy massage, hot stone massage, deep tissue massage, reflexology. I'm sorry, getting tongue twisted. And then we have what we call pulsating pampering. And with pulsating pampering, it's like you get a hairstyle, you get a mani-pedi, um, V-steaming, all of those things fall under that, okay, with the pulsating pampering. Um, you can do a, what we call the careful contour makeover, um, which which is all of that um, in the pulsating, but you get the makeup artistry is there as well. Um, and then we gilded and guided therapies um, which is creative therapy so it would be sip and painting um, poetic expression and dance um, have someone to come and just you know just that the dance is just being more in tune to ourselves um, understanding and helping them with grounding all of those different things like that so we um, also have a service called Lady Connection and Confession and with the lady connection, female bonding time um, with wine, conversations, and venting. It just allows us just to be who we are. Talk about whatever we want to talk about, you know, be it our bodies, it doesn't matter. It could be sex, it could be whatever. But the objective is, um, it, even if it is for us to talk about things that we've been through, it, it's that's an opportunity for that. And, you know, there is a confidentiality piece. It's like that what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas type thing. Um, mm-hmm. And we want to make sure and people, you know, have to understand that this is a very, very crucial time of therapy and just relaxation time for yourselves. Um, then we have the focus empowerment sessions. That is the focus acronym stands for fighting to overcome courageously using self-awareness and strength. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is an acronym, like I said, focus empowerment. And it is here. We'll have a life coach. Um, women are encouraged and empowered to move forward in their lives uh make necessary or start a business a new career hobby or some anything they've always dreamt of doing and to focus the acronym on self so that's pretty much it over time we will continue to add we also will um offer a a one, two, or three night stay for bed and breakfast because that's what it is. It is a bed and breakfast initially for women. That is so awesome. You got my ears. <laughs> and then I started taking notes when you start talking about the lady connection and confession. And I'm definitely interested in the focus improvement. I think that's something that is needed. We don't take care of ourselves the way we should. And one way to do that is to connect with others. So be sociable. Right, be able to share on whatever level that is, whether it's a, with a therapist, a friend. Um, you know, I most often have a short counseling sessions with the uh, registered clerk in the store. Oh wow! <laughs> you know, they'll see me and they'll just start. I'll be like, "How you doing? How you feeling?" And they'll just start opening up, and then I walk away, and I'm like, "Wow." Because we had that brief connection, right? And they might want to share how they're feeling today, even though I don't want to know that. I'm the customer, right? <laughs> yeah, we do your know. job, but I, I I appreciate it once I walk away because I'm like, you know what? They felt comfortable enough to talk to me. 
right and and that's the thing so music therapy will also be offered I didn't mention that but music therapy is in there too and so with that you're right about that sometimes people will just stop you and they'll Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes it's best that we listen because you never know like what they're actually really going through and they probably just don't have anybody to talk to and of course we got to be able to draw it in you know what I'm saying but at the same token this it's something about you that they're drawn to you know what I'm saying or that maybe the fact that I could be they can be confident that it will be confidential because they're right. telling a stranger and I'm about to walk up the store. I'm not <laughs> non-disclosure mm-hmm. claim because I, I don't want no dis- I, non-disclosure. Mm-hmm. I want people to be comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Even my even my employees, they have my spirit. And when I say that, they need to be open. They can't turn their nose up because you're talking about women who have been, you know, and it's not just for abused women. It's not. It's not just for abused abused women and girls. But there are some women who are really stressed to the masses and they cannot you know what I'm saying they can't voice themselves they feel like they're you know they're just seriously overwhelmed and so it's a a lot that goes into it and so I want people to be able to come in and feel comfortable I want it it's a business of course but I still want that home feeling of comfort and just be like listen like we talking like we friends in here (laughs) don't go tell nobody else about you know what I'm saying about this woman here because you never know this is what she needed probably and so she, I want them to come back, you know, if necessary. You know what I'm saying? It might just be that one time they need and be like, listen. And then you can tell it could be a girl, all girls thing too. It could be, you know, like, hey y'all, let's let's go on up to Lady Orchid, y'all, <laughs> and just do a three day weekend or something like that. So that's what I'm pushing toward. I am. I have big, 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 big visions for this. A big vision for this. Yep. I love it, and I see it, and I, I'm there with you, sister. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I so appreciate that um, you're creating a safe space. Um, and the focus and improvement piece. Life coach, that's something that's a newer term that we're using now. Mm-hmm. Um, how important do you think it is to have a life coach in your in your in your tribe, in your community? So I, I think it's important because all it is is just mentorship. <laughs> That's really what it is to me, I, I would say. Um, you need someone that has, um, who have, who has skills that you don't have or they've mastered those things or they can give you insight on taking next steps or bettering. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, if that makes sense, like yes. you need that person who can talk to you even about like financial literacy, um, who can bring you like, listen, I understand this is what you were doing before. I understand that's your norm, but because it's your norm doesn't mean that it's normal. Let's kind of take a different approach or a different way to address this or handle this a little differently. Not that what you're doing is necessarily wrong, but maybe you can add to it, you know, or it may be something that we probably need to take away. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I hate to use the term takeaway when it comes to certain people's, you know, their normal daily living. I like to say add to it because whatever's not supposed to be there, it'll drop off. They'll eventually leave it alone. So, yeah, so that's that's how I view it. So, yeah, I think it's important for our community and in your in your circle. You know what I'm saying? Like that person is really grounded you know um uh and level-headed you know what i'm saying can see it from you know all different perspectives you get what i'm saying because some people are just like black and white there's no gray area for them 
And so you need somebody that can see in the middle around and see different perspectives and how people would handle things different. I think it's important. It's vital yeah. important. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's important that we get the um uh, we see we get in front of the mirror. Yeah. Absolutely. We need, and we might need somebody to hold that up for us and, and, and translate what's being reflected there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's cool. vital. I, I mean the first person you need to see before seeing anyone else is yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even if it's ugly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like those those ugly ways about ourselves. Even if it's something that makes us most uncomfortable, we still need to see ourselves. And that's what kind of pushes us into seeing someone or talking to someone and not being afraid of therapy, you know, in whichever way that we get it. Um, And I I think that's the first thing is just admitting, you know what, I don't like what I see. And I am just not, this is not working for me. Like what I've been doing is not working. So yeah, absolutely. Well, you know what, what gets me, what helps me out a lot I watch others. I'm very mm-hmm. observant. And that you I'll are see somebody do something. <laughs> and I'll be like, I don't like that. I don't want to be like that. Oh, right. wow, that's ugly. And so it helps me turn it around and be like, okay, La, how do you respond? Like, what are you actually saying? Because I noticed that when someone is fussing and they're using certain terms and calling out certain names, I'd be like, oh, you look like the person that you actually are giving it to like right. what's happening so right. it helps me a lot to see that because I don't want to be that I want to be more human like be patient and kind but also learning also that it's okay to be patient and kind with yourself because I might absolutely. be too patient and I might be too kind and that's not nice to me absolutely and that's that's right. very true mm-hmm. right and sometimes you know our dialect our verbiage can really words are very important and you know it it actually caused more damage than physical damage you know physical harm and I think that we have to be really cautious on how we speak to ourselves first um, because you are what you speak you know um, and and that's the thing like if you are constantly you know even if it's a thought because that's still speaking to yourself you know what I'm saying you have to be careful with that so yeah absolutely sometimes what we say can be so ugly to people and and to ourselves and if you know how you treat other people is a reflection of how you feel about yourself so true it's all a cycle learning yourself how we respond to others Wow. Mm -hmm. we talked about so much and i'm so glad that we were able to to share here is there anything else that you would like to add to the conversation before we wrap up we um, will officially launch in March of 22. That is the plan. Uh, as of right now, it's looking good. And so if anything changes, of course, that'll be put out. But in the meantime, um, if anyone wants to um, view our website and look at the services that we offer, of course, right now, you're not able to select anything because I haven't allowed that. But I just did a soft launch on the website so everybody can kind of get a visual and an idea of what's actually about to take place. And so you want to view the website and see our services and everything about um, Lady Orchid, about me, the founder, and also our blog. We do have a blog on there. Um, And I post once a month. Today is my posting day. I got to post before December gets out. And you can go to Lady Orchid, L-A-D-Y-O-R-C-I-D-L-L-C dot O-R-G. And it's Lady Orchid, L-L-C dot org. 
And so um, if you want to connect the business number, all of those things are on there. But you can also like send us a message and everything. And we do communicate. We do respond back. And so, look, I really hope to see everybody there during our launch. I think it's going to um, be a big thing. Um, you know, even the, the Chamber of Commerce, both the Black and the our City Chamber of Commerce is excited. <laughs> Yay, I'm excited. Yeah, so I just hope to see everybody there. And, um, you know, we're going to get it going. And for future, uh, you know, plans in the, the, the uh, life of the business, we're going to be venturing out to other cities as well and opening up. I think it's beneficial. It's needed definitely in our community mm-hmm. um, here. And, um you know, um, hard work is, is taking a, is taking some time, um, but we're here now in the process. So um, I just want to encourage you, look, we got it, but definitely view our blogs on there. I have a few on there. Um, one is called Finding Peace Within, When to Let Go, the Untitled, the Entitled, sorry, the Untitled Mindset and uh, a Calm Mind. And so all of those things are things that I've written. And oh so, wow! Yeah. So again, it's when to let go the un- the unentitled mindset, uh, finding peace within, and a calm mind. So when you get an opportunity, again, LadyOrchidLLC.org, you can view those uh, blogs on there as well, and send me a message, and I promise you, I'll connect with you. <laughs> awesome. It'll be well. Right. It's my birthday. You know, it's March the sixth. So. It's okay. just March 22. Um, we haven't finalized the actual date yet because we have some other legal things oh, in terms I see. of the place. So we can't put mm-hmm. a, a specific date as of yet. But, um, of course, it's just um, right around the corner. So once I get the uh, date locked in, then I'll make sure that it gets out there. And um, everybody, they can follow me on Facebook. Uh, Lady Orchid does have a page as well. Or you can follow my personal page. Uh, personal page is Javonda Patrice and uh, my uh, business page is Lady Orchid LLC. It's in all caps, um, and um, and that's it. That is it. That's okay. all I have. All right. So make sure that you do follow. You can go to LadyOrchidLLC.org. Also, the social media platforms as well. Thank you so much, Javonda Patrice. It's been Thank a pleasure, you, darling. I really it's enjoyed been a talking to you. Here. Thank you for um, sticking out with us with these um, audio and technical issues. It's (laughs) raining here, so I don't know, you know, how it goes. But I appreciate your patience being here, sharing um, what you are working on, sharing Lady Orchid LLC. I'm going to have to have you to come back, especially listening to the the blogs, right? What you're talking about there. So we can definitely get into a deeper conversation. So hopefully you'll come on back and join us here at Law's Healing Garden. I will. Thank you so much for having me. This is great. Yay. Well, everyone, thank you again for tuning in. Make sure you share this with others. Um, You can always go back and listen to previous episodes. There's some good stuff out there, some great conversations, some things that we can learn from each other. So everyone be blessed. Y'all keep going. Keep growing. I love you. Peace. Yay. Yay! (laughs) We did Brother Trav, how you doing? I know you're doing your conscious and spoken word and all that, but 
I want to hear something I can dance to. I want to hear something I can get down to. You know, cut a rug. What about the people who want to party, man? What about the people who want to get crunk and get, you know, turn up? You know what I mean? Shake a leg, man. Give us something we can dance to.